0: Welcome everybody and thanks for joining us on episode 68 of Health Talk with Dr. Cal. I'm Nikki Sterner and today we're beginning part one of a series that dives into the 20 reasons why I can't lose weight. Mindless eating occurs when the brain is distracted and a person becomes unaware of what and how much he or she is eating. It can lead to excessive calorie consumption and weight gain. One way to tackle this is to track what you're eating. Consuming whole foods and eating plenty of protein while adding in exercise can be helpful. Welcome, everybody, to Health Talk with Dr. Kel. I'm Nikki Sterner, and this is Podcast 68. Today, we're going to discuss the 20 reasons why I can't lose weight. Welcome, Dr. Kel.
1: Hi, Nikki. Hi, everybody. How are you? (laughs) Doing good. It's been a good week. Got a lot accomplished. Um, So, yes. How about you?
0: Those are good weeks when you get stuff done. Um, I'm good. I'm going to get started with the quotes of the day. I'm going to do two quotes today because they're kind of related. And we're keeping the quotes lighter because, you know, dieting and weight and all of that can be kind of a heavy topic. <laughs> no pun <laughs> intended. <laughs> okay, so quote number one Today I will live in the moment, unless it's unpleasant, in which case I will eat a cupcake. And the next one is. Today, I bought a cupcake without sprinkles. Diets are hard. So I thought that was kind of fun. (laughs) I like it. Because sometimes I do that. I mean, when things get unpleasant, I'm not living in the moment, and I'm numbing myself with a cupcake (laughs) or a cookie.
1: (laughs) Okay, for a moment, let's talk about why does a cupcake make one feel better, (laughs) at least in the beginning, until you're done with it, and then you feel like, what did I do?
0: And then afterward, you go, oh, my belly, oh,
1: yeah, you get a stomachache, or or if nothing else, you feel regret, right?
0: Yes, yes, maybe both.
1: But the cupcake um, is giving you a sugar high.
0: Sugar, and there's fat in there, too, and the combination of sugar and fat is just dreamy.
1: Yes, it is. Your body loves them both.
0: Yes, so good. So and I if think you that add... Go ahead. Oh, no, please. I
1: was just going to say, and if you add chocolate on there, you get a little caffeine and, and cocoa... In there, and, and it gives you even a more uplifting feeling for a short time.
0: Yeah, kind of buzzing, right? A little buzz. Yeah. Buzzy. Feels.
1: Yeah, but then you regret it because you just ate three, four hundred calories,
0: <laughs> at least.
1: <laughs> and yeah. uh, um, you're like, "What did I do? Now I got to go do thirty minutes of exercise to right? to run it off." Or, but I you gotta know,
0: do something but, to balance it. But, but, but here's yeah. a quick
1: suggestion: go take some good fiber pills (laughs) right afterwards. (laughs) Because when you combine fiber with the fat and especially the sugar, it it reduces the effects as well as uh, helps to work it through your system without taking in all the calories.
0: So could that be like, um, like if you don't want to eat actual fiber, could that be like vegetables? Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Salad, maybe that kind of stuff. Yep, follow up with a leafy green salad. Yes. Or oh, yeah. Eat or, your cupcake
0: first, and then you go have your salad.
1: <laughs> or dump a whole bunch of fiber into the cupcake.
0: <laughs> That's true. You could make it with like flax seed and grind, grind it up. Yep. Instead of actual flour.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it a little better. At least you'll. Just at least psychologically, you'll think it's better.
0: Yeah. You just do yummy frosting on top, and then you know, it'll mask the taste of the fiber in it. There you go. Okay, perfect. That'll be our next company. Yes. <laughs> One of them's
1: bound to work.
0: Yes, that's right. So, I'm dying to hear these 20 reasons 20 why ways, I... Can.
1: 20 ways. 20 ways. 20 ways why I'm not losing as much weight as I expected to. Okay. Mm. Um, we're taking the shotgun approach today. You know, we like you t- talked about the cupcake business... Uh, you know, if you, if you do a whole bunch of things, there's bound to one. If you, if, if you throw 20 spitwads on a wall, one of them's bound to stick, right? Ew! Um. <laughs> <laughs> how about
0: spaghetti? Spaghetti, about spaghetti? yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Get the spaghetti noodles slimy and just throw them at the wall see how many stick. Yes. Okay. Well, okay, let's talk about these. First one, okay, this is from an article, uh, let's see, at uh, healthline.com. And so uh, it'll be in our podcast notes. You can go read this article if you'd like to. And uh, it's very informative, but not real super in-depth. So we'll talk about some of these as we go along. First one, maybe you are losing weight without realizing it. Now, that's an interesting way to put it. What? Are you getting on a scale? (laughs) That's what I think about if you're losing weight without realizing it. Uh, Maybe you're not using a scale and they say, uh, and studies have shown that if you get on the scale daily, you tend to lose more weight because you're more aware. And uh, I don't recommend people become obsessive because you can uh, hit plateaus and oftentimes when you begin your weight loss program of whatever type it is, you might have a problem the first two, three, four days not really seeing much come off of you as you get on that scale, but your body is changing. The, the Your metabolism is changing with the way you've changed the way you're eating and so it doesn't always immediately come off. Now there are many ways you can lose weight very quickly and you'll see them immediately. Uh, some of those are just cutting way down in your calories. We're not going to get into depth in different ways you can do that today like the book I'm working on and hope to have out one of these days is 10 ways to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. Well, guess what? You're, some of these ways, and, and we also know that keto and protein diets will get you to drop weight fairly quickly, and usually you'll see that in the first few days, and most of that is just water releasing the cells. or are releasing their fluids, and you're dumping water, and so most of that is water weight loss in the first two, three days. And then after that, you kind of go maybe the next two, three days after that, you don't lose anything, and you're like, what's happening now? But what's happening there is that your metabolism is in the process of changing, and sometimes you'll hit a little plateau there the next day or two or three, and then you'll notice more and more coming off after that. Any other comments about that first one?
0: Hmm. No, I like it.
1: Okay, second one. You're not keeping track of what you're eating. Now, that's a common issue. Yep. People just... For instance, uh, say you go on a diet and you're just like, okay, I'm going to cut back or I'm going to just change what I'm eating. I'm going to add more protein to my diet, whatever it might be, or more fat. You just kind of go throughout the day and you just keep on eating. And, and the reality is of it is you're putting in more fuel than you're burning. you got to keep track in the sense... Now, I'm not a big person, of course, I'm always back to what, what I call the the natural diet. And I'm going to coin that phrase, the natural diet. And uh, one of my future books will be called the natural diet. Uh, because all that really is, is go back to what nature tells you to eat and what nature shows and proves that is good for us. And that's a, a f- high vegetable content diet with added fruits, two to one vegetables to fruit and... And adding in proteins and grains uh, that are healthy for you and you will find uh, and nuts and berries and things like that as well that you will just, your body will over time just balance itself out. You'll lose the fat and everything will work better. So that's my uh, way of looking at things. So <laughs> anything about keeping track of eating? Have you done that before where you haven't kept track of what you're eating and then you went got on the scale and went, why am I not losing anything?
0: Yeah, well, I've actually done, like, the keeping track of what you're eating, and it's amazing how much you put in your mouth that you don't realize. Like, empty calories that just, mindless, you just, you know, have a snack here, a snack there, and it adds up to, like, hundreds of calories. <laughs> like, oh, whoops.
1: Well, yeah. as we've talked about before, food makes us feel better. So, your mood can play a big part in snacking and eating more than you need because uh, you get a release of endorphins uh, when you eat food and your good, happy hormones, which we've talked about recently in one of our earlier podcasts. So it makes you feel good. And the hard part is a lot of people can't keep track. They like drive them nuts just making a list. Like some of the diets have been count count your calories. You got to keep your diet under 1500 calories or 1200 calories a day or so on and so forth. And so you can drive yourself nuts and it's impossible. Mm-hmm. See, and this is why I go back to doing a natu- really the nature's diet or natural diet because it uh, doesn't require all that. You're just eating the good foods th- the right way naturally and-, and then you don't have to keep track. So much uh, easier. But keeping track of what you're eating can help many people and, can it-, and it can get you on the path. And, it's a wake-up call yeah and a lot of people that's the hardest part is getting on the path staying on the path continuing to go there without constantly falling off get on the horse stay on the horse right yeah okay number three you're not eating enough protein mentioned that a little while ago recommended that you have 25 to 30 percent of your calories a day come from protein protein speeds up your metabolism eating 25 to 30 percent of your calories and protein can increase your metabolism up to 80 to 100 calories per day so Uh that uh, definitely and the reason being is because it's harder for your body to digest protein so you're making everything work inside you from the digestive process in your stomach and being broken down in your intestines and absorbing and all that all that takes more energy and so your body expends that energy in the process if you're not eating protein, if you're just eating fats and carbohydrates, uh, th- that was my problem when I was younger. When I got kind of heavy in the 8th in the grade, I had been thin up until then through the 7th grade and was fairly active, and then it became more sedentary and kind of lived off potato chips and milk and uh, hamburgers and fries. And so huge amounts of fats and carbohydrates really get stored on the body quickly.
0: Yeah, that protein does help a lot. I notice I try to eat protein at most meals if I can Um, and I just feel better I feel stronger I don't
1: know the other important thing in that or the key thing related to your function of your body and your metabolism is one of the things that happen when you go on a diet especially if you're not having much protein there are many reasons but when you begin to lose weight your body likes to hold on to the fat longer than it does the protein and it will start Mm -mm. it will start breaking down protein in your body and you don't want to lose your muscle Mm -mm. so you need to add that protein. It boosts your metabolism and keeps you from from your body eating up your protein and dropping your protein levels in your muscles. So you don't want that to happen. Another reason why to add the protein in your diet. Yeah, no muscle wasting. No muscle wasting. Very good. Okay, number four, you're eating too many calories. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, going back to calorie counting, when you're eating a good whole food diet you're not eating a huge amount of calories even when you add fruit in there the fruit has the fiber the fiber counteracts the number of carb calories that's what's stored the easiest the fat in your diet is not stored on your body as quickly as the carb calories are because the body if you're sedentary let's say you sit in an office all day long and you're doing computer work um, and you're snacking on uh, sweet stuff those calories you're not burning many calories if you're using your brain a lot your brain is burning calories and it can burn a lot of calories if you're in deep thought and function, using it pretty extremely or writing code for programs or games or whatever it might be. You can burn a lot of calories actually with your mind. Uh, you burn a whole lot more with your physically when you're active. If you're very sedentary, definitely cut back on those calories.
0: I know when I had a desk job a couple of years ago now, before COVID hit, and I put on like eight pounds, I think, in a few months because I was... Like you said, eating little snacks because sitting all day is so monotonous for me
1: and a lot of people. And
0: it just, I added the weight.
1: Yep, and I I always recommend if I'm putting somebody on a diet and they are sedentary, you're sitting at a desk, you get those 10, 15-minute breaks or even the half hour to an hour break at lunch, get out and walk around the building or walk up and down the stairs and and stay off the elevator.
0: That did help. (laughs) I started doing that after like probably... I don't know, a few months there. I was like, I have to get outside because my mood, I think, was like shifting from being inside all day You know. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely eating all the sugar, the carbs can definitely add to the depression, which then increases your desire for more of that junk food. Yeah. It it really is a vicious cycle. You eat the junk food, you feel better for a short time, but then you have a low because of excessive insulin levels, and then you feel depressed, and which then in turn makes you grab more junk food. More. Yeah. And so it's a spiraling downward. Might mention here to count those calories. Easiest way to do it is download an app onto your phone, and most of those apps have just about anything you can think of on them. Uh, and you can look on the back of the package if you're eating those processed foods, because most people are, and it'll tell you how many calories are in that. Even the healthier bars, the nut bars, and that's what I'd recommend if you get a piece on those things, but just look at the package. Read it, how many carbs are in there, how much fat is in there, how much protein is in there. Base that on whether or not you're gonna buy it and eat it uh, on that, and the number of calories. That bar's got 300 calories, you know, go with things that maybe have less than 100 calories. Yeah. Okay, and we've already kind of mentioned this. Number five is you're not eating whole foods. Again, uh, we've kind of already talked about that, but uh, anything to say there? I mean, every
0: time I need to like i find myself eating too much junk i always go back to that and it's it's
1: so simple it's just yeah peace on things like uh i like to buy celery celery has very little calories and you can put things you know a lot of people like spread cheese on you know soft cheese into their celery and that's not necessarily a good idea because the soft cheese isn't all that healthy and it's usually high in calories things like peanut butters, a little high there you know nuts have come they've come out with peanuts having some toxins in them and not being so good for you, but there's other nut butters, almond nut butter, cashew nut butter, and many others. Everybody loves the chocolate, is it Nutella? Is that what you call it? Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever had that. That's hazelnut butter, but it's pretty high in calories too, but but it's very tasty (laughs) with the chocolate in there. So don't recommend that, but spreading things into the celery makes it a little bit more tasty, uh, but if you go with some of the lighter calorie, some, you know nuts tend to be higher in fat but they're good fat that's another thing and eating pieces of fruit throughout the day or carrots cutting up uh, slices of bell peppers like those kinds of things like that broccoli cauliflower all those little bits and pieces and if you got to add a little dip just do a low low calorie dip but preferably not one that has uh, the bad artificial sugar products things like that avoid those mm-hmm. I love cucumbers too whenever I feel oh, like yeah it. Another one, I mean, you, the list goes on and on. You just got to yeah. be creative and think about all the different vegetables that you might uh, find tasty. And when you cut out the sugary stuff, it can take a few days, but those things begin to taste sweeter to you after you get off all the processed junk. Yeah. Number six, you're not lifting weights. Okay, I recommended in this article that you add resistance training to your exercise program. You know, we always recommend walking thirty minutes a day uh... three to four mile an hour pace uh, but also lifting those weights you know having some some uh, i like the weight balls because they're just kinda easy to use and play with and you can get them in two three pounds up to several pounds lifting those weights to have some little dumbbells that you can even take them to the office and sit in your chair and do some upper body stuff with the weights can help you maintain muscle mass which is often burned along with body fat if you are not exercising much. Bring that into it. Give it those weights going. Any comment there?
0: I used to love to lift weights. I used to, in fact, when I was in high school, a woman who had a son and an older daughter, a couple years older than me, and she had me train her. She was like, I just, I know I need to be lifting weights. And so we'd go through like an interval training with, you know, they might've been like five pound weights or something, little dumbbells in her hands. Yeah, I, I could see myself doing something like that. That would be really helpful. Yeah,
1: they don't need to be real heavy. And in fact I don't recommend them being real heavy. And that's when you tend to tear tissue. If, if you're trying to bulk up and be a bodybuilder, a whole different process but we're talking mainly to people out there that uh, are just having problem losing weight and they don't want to start to uh, performing in front of everyone. they just want to look more fit get more healthy is really the whole idea here let's not go into losing weight because of vanity let's lose weight because we want to be healthy and we want to live longer we want to be mentally have a higher quality and of life uh, as well as a higher quantity of life and so when we get old have our mental faculties and physically be able to do the things we want to do even into our 90s and and beyond if possible yeah binge eating number seven binge eating uh, what, what is binge eating, Nikki? What do you consider binge eating?
0: I know this well. It's uh, when you consume a bunch of calories all at once before you can like before you can even figure out if you're full or not. Like you just ingested a ton of calories.
1: Yes, that is a big problem for everybody. I've done it. Everybody's done it out there. If you're having weight loss problems, you probably have those experiences. You ever sit down and just start eating And it's like, you can't stop. Mm -hmm. You just kind of, you put something in front of you, eat it up. You know, in the past, I've done that. If I sit down to watch a movie and I have some snacks, I'll eat those snacks. And when I'm done, I'll sit there for a little bit and then I go, I need some more. (laughs) And I get up, have some more, have some more, and you keep on going. And by the end of the movie, you've just consumed a thousand calories or more. And you're (laughs) like, what was that? And, and or you
0: bounce from one to another to another. like Yeah. Hmm, this, yeah. That. Yeah, you get yeah. a, gr-
1: you know, it's always fun to sit down with the family and, and watch a movie. But, you know, if there's four or five of you sitting there <laughs> and you're passing around different things, you guys can all go at it pretty fast and, and consume a whole lot in a very short time. Yeah. Uh, sitting down to the dinner table, same kind of thing, you know. you Now I have the habit of if I go out to eat and I have a sandwich, i only eat half of it. Save the other half, take it home and eat it later or or share it one of the things that uh, ingrid and i do now typically when we go out to dinner we just buy one meal and split it yeah and that's a way to avoid the binge eating okay Dr. No.
0: Kim, when, oh, I, when i worked ahead. in las vegas at the, the rio hotel i was a bed retainer, and i remember working the graveyard shift from 1 a.m to 9 a.m and i would come home and i would binge eat because i was like so tired and out of it and just off and i would have like Ice cream, and I just remember the ice cream. Like I would just eat like a carton of ice cream, (laughs) and then I would lay down and try to sleep during the day, and I couldn't sleep well. And then I'd get up, and I would run like five miles to like compensate for the excessive amount of calories that I had just taken in before, you know, trying to go to sleep. And then I, because you know, you have to look a certain way when you're performing and so then I would get up and run my miles and then I'd shower and get ready and then I'd go back into work that night and it was the worst
1: oh my gosh you were just oh my gosh trashing your your adrenal glands and and your hormone levels oh my goodness oh doing do yeah we can we can talk a lot about that okay well I'm glad you you corrected all those things Nikki yeah the number eight you're not doing cardio okay kind of talked about this back to walking you know these guys suggest uh, jogging cycling and swimming I'm not big on jogging uh, hard on the joints you just pound 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 those joints I I think actually running quickly in short spurts is better than jogging long distances but uh, uh, cycling swimming are great walking briskly three to four miles an hour as I mentioned previously to add in the cardio any comments there yeah
0: I find when I'm going for my walks if I like what I do is I I walk in the sunshine and then when I come to like some shade I will run and it's usually not for very far so I'll do little sprints and then I'll stop and I'll walk and then I'll sprint and then I'll walk and You know, it's maybe five or six times during the walk that I'll do that, but I feel like it helps to balance out if I just walk, I don't feel as good as if I do a little bit of sprinting in there.
1: Yeah. And lastly, about that, our research shows that you tend to burn more belly fat that way. So for the people who tend to get the fat around the belly and Mm. and for those around the rear as well, but you're burning off wherever you tend to store the fat the most. It helps burn that fat off of there.
0: By doing the interval?
1: Mm-hmm. By, doing, oh. by doing the fast walking, the cycling, the swimming. But yes, intervals, training does the same thing. Up and down, up and down is very good. But research shows that consistent long-term brisk walking has the same effects, even sometimes better than, than the interval. But I think mixing it up, On top of all that is even better. So sometimes just doing the walking, sometimes doing the intervals, sometimes doing it like you say, you'll kind of do it at the same time. All good. All good. Okay, number nine, you're still drinking sugar. Uh, Mm. mm, People are constantly into uh, drinking drinks and juice, apple juice, orange juice, uh, grape juice, all those things are healthy for you. And and they do have nutrients in them. But again, they can pound your insulin levels and uh, Mm. too much sugar all at once. Uh, Get off the sugary drinks, and I might add in there get off the artificially sweetened drinks as well. Patient who drinks vitamin water, the product vitamin water, and they make it both ways sugary or with artificial sweeteners, and she does the artificial sweeteners. I'm like, she's got a lot of inflammation going on in her body, and I'm like, you got to get off of that. You know, take the good vitamins besides the vitamins in there, very synthetic. You want the good natural nutrients. Yeah, a lot of people have that problem,
0: like Mountain Dew or coke or pepsi or whatever i've never been a a pop person so it's not been my thing but i have my own issue i've never been a drinker of pop or soda but i have my own issues with sugar but that's just never been my thing but i know people that have been almost addicted to like mountain dew or or coke or pepsi or whatever they just that's their thing
1: yes and that's been one of my problems over the years you know i grew up drinking a lot of soda and and I've had periods where I've gotten off it and not had any. But I tell you, it's, to me, it is an absolute addiction. Or just as bad as alcohol, you know. Addictive behavior is common in my family. Uh, mm-hmm. In the history of my family, I had a lot of alcoholics in the family. Mm. So one of the things I've never really been into is drinking alcohol. I never really cared much for the alcohol, but I love... You, you know, I, if I went out today and drank a soda, I'd be back mm-hmm. on it. It's like I'd be hooked again and drinking it every day. It, it, mm. it doesn't take much to... Uh, because I just my body just craves that sugar. And yeah. for a short period of time, I feel better. Well, Nikki, we've covered the first nine out of the 20, and so we're going to carry this over into our next podcast. Any last comments? No, I, I'm
0: enjoying this.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. So the next one coming up, number 10, is you're not sleeping well, so we'll talk about that next time.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks for uh, sharing all that with us, Dr. Cal.
1: Thank you, Nikki.
0: And we will speak with you all next week.
1: Sounds good. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks, everybody.
0: For questions or comments, please email us at healthtalkwithdrkell at gmail.com. That's D-R-K-E-L-L at gmail.com. You'll find the lowest prices on Standard Process Whole Food Supplements at holistichealth.standardprocess.com. As always, we recommend you seek nutritional advice from a qualified healthcare professional before starting a supplement program. And... For natural and organic health and hygiene products, see our sponsor's website at OceanBayNaturals.com.
2: While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double-check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts podcasts and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling.